Hey, it's Dr. Gala, and this is the next section of the Molt Method program. We are going to talk about lifestyle. And before you get all defensive, just know that the suggestions that I'm going to make, the things that we want to change are the things that are really going to move the needle for you. Um, I am going to talk to you about a principle, a concept that I think is really going to help you rethink your approach to making lifestyle adjustments and modifications that are going to improve your health and overall well-being. Okay, let me share my screen. So what happens when stress escalates? Um, we need to understand and maybe just refresh that stress is a state of mental, emotional, or physical strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. So I talk about stress as a broader concept than we typically think about stress. The, the typical definition of stress is what I refer to as garden variety stress. And that stress can be dealt with certainly with some common strategies, um, which we definitely use to keep our stress levels under control. But many of us have moved beyond garden variety stress and it's bordering on toxic stress, which means we got to bring out the big guns. We need to make some more modifications, some changes that are actually going to really move things in the right direction for us. We need to reverse course. And um, in this module, I'm going to give you some suggestions that are going to help you do that. So um, when stress starts to escalate, our lives feel full and fulfilling with a significant amount of eustress. So eustress um, is the good stress. Um, and eustress is before we even get to garden variety stress. Eustress is just that um, feeling of exhilaration and excitement. A lot of us would admit to rising to the challenge and kind of enjoying the challenge, but that can be addictive. And when we take on too much stress, then eustress escalates to distress. And this is the stress we typically associate with the term stress or the garden variety stress, as I was just um, mentioning. So what was fun and challenging is now a burden and unmanageable. And um, we need to start to recognize the signs of distress. So the body starts to show signs and symptoms of rising stress levels. And most of us at this point are reaching for symptom suppressors more often. And um, I am going to encourage you repeatedly to take these warning signs seriously. They are your opportunity to reverse course before you have a problem to deal with that is pretty unmanageable. So we're going to need to practice self-care and that's most likely going to require that we prepare in advance with a few stress relieving activities that we can implement because when stress starts to escalate, we don't have time to think about it. 
we need to develop enough awareness where we get to the point where we recognize that things are um, becoming a little unmanageable, out of control. But at that point, we will be lucky to just be able to take a deep breath and say, you know, okay, I prepared for this. What do I do now? Um, It's not that different from the mom that has gone through childbirth and you've taken Lamaze classes for weeks or months preparing for this moment. If you had not taken those classes preparing for childbirth and all of a sudden you go into labor, your water breaks, you know, this baby's coming. And now somebody's trying to explain to you the importance of breathing and, you know, um, understanding the process and what's really happening. It's like, just put me out. Like it's too late. I, um, I, there's no way I could focus on learning something when I'm in this heightened stress situation. So one of the things that many women have learned to turn to, to reduce their stress levels is exercise. And I am the first one to suggest 30 minutes of movement every day. Um, I do not suggest two hours of movement. (laughs) I certainly don't suggest two hours of strenuous exercise. Um, The um, process of exercise can actually use energy that is in low supply already. So we definitely do not want to force our bodies to exercise in a way that is draining the tank even further. So some of the ways that we um, do this is by using less strenuous forms of movement. So um, we want to address the daily activities, including diet and exercise that the body relies on to maintain health. So um, here I am saying that walking and stretching are best. And you're thinking, what's that really going to do for me? Is that really going to be enough? It's not even going to help me like blow off steam. But what I'm wanting you to recognize is that at this point, your energy stores are really low. And so we want to recharge our human battery rather than using more of a charge. So if we've already got a pretty good charge going on and we want to, um, you know, do a really strenuous high intensity interval training workout or class, I'm all for that. That is definitely something that can be beneficial, but you've got to know what your energy level is and what your body really needs at this point. So um, walking and stretching are always good. Um, These two um, forms of movement essentially create a um, friction in the body a really um, easy to manage friction in the body that just that friction alone 
creates a spark of activity and gets our electrical signals going again. So think of it old school, like you were trying to start a fire, right? And so you're going to rub two sticks together for a while until they finally create a spark. And when that spark happens, then there's lots you can do with that spark and that heat that's generated. So um, one of the things that I talk about is this metabolic energy system. And so many of us think of metabolism as kind of the internal fire. And so if you think about the sticks and how we're trying to create fire with that movement, you can see how just that, you know, uh, rubbing against the two surfaces. So think of your internal fascia and muscles and joints. Just um, just that gentle movement is enough to get the um, energy to start replenishing. We had a chiropractor in an area where we used to live, and he was into really um, extreme sports. So <laughs> I can assure you, I was not following his lead. But one of the things that he did say that just has stuck with me to this day is that motion is lotion. And when you're feeling stuck or like things are just uncomfortable, you want to move some. Um, uh, several years ago, I realized that I had been sitting at my desk too much. I am um, a, a lot of the work I do is online, and that means that I sit a lot. And so I stumbled on a really cool uh, treadmill desk. And I find that if I don't get on my treadmill desk for a few days, that I will start to see all sorts of um, aches and pains start to back up. And I'll spend a day where I am on my treadmill desk more, even if I'm just standing or lightly moving. Um, the treadmill desk I have won't go more than four miles an hour, but I really rarely use it over two miles an hour because I can do just about everything that I would normally do on my treadmill desk, walking two miles an hour. So. So if you find that you're sitting too much, you're really challenged to find time to move, then you need to figure out how to have uh, periods of your day where they uh, serve double duty for you. So how are you going to get this movement in when you're already stretched for time? One of the ways that has been suggested over the years is, you know, if there's stairs, take the stairs rather than the elevator. That's a great idea too. But if you don't work somewhere in the um, place that we work, it's all one floor. It's all on the ground floor. So step uh, stairs is not an option for me. So I've got to get creative and find ways that I can make the movement happen. So again, 30 minutes every day and the absolute best way to do this is in the sunshine. Um, there are a lot of positive effects of letting 
our vitamin D stores be replenished naturally from the sun. That's the way our body is going to get the vitamin D it needs, no more, no less. A little uh, side note, vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. So if you are supplementing with vitamin D and you're getting more than your body needs, it's not helping and it's actually just being stored and clogging your liver. So um, you can't necessarily evaluate it with blood work. Um, you're in order to evaluate it with blood work, it's got to be able to assimilate through your system. And if you have already clogged your liver, then it's not assimilating properly. So, so it's really important that wherever possible, we get our nutrients in a normal, optimal way. And in this particular case, vitamin D from the sun is the best way.